0: Hello, and welcome to Stolen Podcast, episode number 118. I'm Schmitty.
1: I'm Stark. I'm Zahner.
0: And I'm Zook. And uh, it is, uh, well, it's summer. It is definitely heating up a bit. Oh,
1: yeah. Hot time, summer in the city.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't live in a city, actually. I live in backwater Utah, and it's still stinking hot. <laughs> because you're in the middle of the desert. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what Utah is. How soon we forget. Well, um let's get to our sponsors here before the heat stroke completely does me in uh, shout out to our friends over at truckradio.net kryptonradio.com openbookaudio.com stitcher.com um, again thanks to our friends at Salt Lake Comic Con uh, have they they haven't sold out of tickets yet have they I mean the Saturday, no tickets available
1: the Saturday one days have sold out um, and they are still but everything else is still available currently currently being the keyword and They are still adding more guests, so hurry and get your ticket. I can't Uh, name name any names just yet, but I know some people possibly coming through the pipeline.
0: Now, a reminder, uh, fair people uh, who live in the area or who don't live in the area but will be traveling, ticket scalping is fully legal in Utah. So, uh you don't want to be left out in the cold if the Saturday tickets are out you know, go by the three day, it's a steal it's a deal, and you don't want to be left last minute with no tickets this is going to be just an absolute blowout it's making all sorts of news down here the nerds have taken over, we can, couldn't be happier uh, still trying to get them on the show but uh, Salt Comic ComicCon Comic dot com Comic Con, of course, C-O-M-I-C C-O-N, you want to do two words for it uh, check them out and make sure you get tickets Also, we're brought to you by our friends over at GoToMeeting. Uh, You know, summer is here. You know, the, the copy they gave me says that summer is almost here, but you know what? It is here. Weather's great. Kids are out of school. You don't want to go into work. So many places you'd rather be other than work. But even if you don't want to be at work, you still have to work. Business still has to get done and you still need to make those decisions. But good news, you can escape the office and still stay connected to your coworkers and clients. You can share ideas, problem solve, and get projects done. Just go to GoToMeeting with HD faces. It's the powerfully simple way to meet and collaborate online. Uh, we want you to be able to use GoToMeeting. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. For a special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. Remember, you must use the promo code PODCAST. GoToMeeting, meeting is believing.
1: Yeah, one of my bosses the other day was telling me about how much she loved using that just for, for some of the meetings she has to go to.
0: Yeah, honestly, we wish we were using GoToMeeting right now. Because uh, then we could be sleeping. <laughs> I guess that didn't make much sense. We're all really out of it.
1: It's been a long week. <laughs> it's been a very long uh, week. It's been a long day. The heat's getting to our brains. Well,
2: oh, when I go get in my car and I see on the thermostat. That it's 102 degrees outside, that just makes me want to go punch something. It does t- take a bit I'm of a double tired, take, doesn't it? Too tired too because <laughs> you
0: it's know so I look hot. at the lock screen of my phone and it tells me the, the current temperature outside. And even though I've lived in Utah pretty much my entire life, it still causes a double take when
1: oh, triple digits. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I will take this heat over the dead of winter any day, though. Yeah.
3: When it's cooler in your car, after your car's been sitting out in the parking lot all day and you get into your car, when it's cooler in your car than it was outside, that's a bad sign.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In the summer, anyway. In the winter, that's kind of expected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Apologies for last week. Uh, Listeners from last week will note that uh, I sounded terrible.
3: A little uh, microphone because, mishap.
0: <laughs> uh, evidently, I said the, uh, the naughty words enough times that the NSA did preemptively put me in prison. Uh, <laughs> I was recording from there without even realizing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got the tin cup now. He's banging against the, the bars. <laughs> so we
3: know the Sorry? words not to say this week, do do we,
1: <laughs> And what were those words again? Uh, <laughs> suddenly everybody goes silent. <laughs>
0: Uh Claatu Virata Nicktu
2: <laughs> <Nectar. Yeah. laughs> Let's not tempt fate any more than we already do. Jeez, I can't believe this podcast. They tempted
0: the fate of the uh, Secret Service, the NSA, and now the Necronomicon. <laughs> What's wrong with these guys?
1: Oh, you guys should be able to see us in the video right now. We're all just trying to keep straight faces.
0: (laughs) You shouldn't see us. I didn't do my hair all day. I looked like I came straight off of a Flock of Seagulls video. Oh, should I stop the
1: video capture? (laughs) And I ran.
0: I'm the only Japanese member of Flock of Seagulls. (laughs) I ran so far away. Few people know this, but actually Japanese people can get afros going. Uh, it, it's true. We 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 have the hair. We we can get it going. Now I need is, like another half inch, and I'm there. Anywho, off of the racial stereotypes, we're not Paula Deen. Um <laughs> Hey, you know what happened
1: this last week? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We are
0: in rare last form. Week? <laughs> so this last week, Facebook evidently let slip that. Um, a whole bunch of information was stolen from their database by an industrious hacker. Now, this is what I don't like about use of this term. They weren't hacking. Are they referring to the NSA? No, 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 no. Um, evidently, someone used Facebook's built-in graph search mm. to get personal information for like six million people. Whoops. Now, if you're not familiar with graph search, it's probably because it just rolled out to everyone. It's been in beta, and, if, and they, they announced it a long time ago. But you can start typing into the Facebook search, find people near me who like hot dogs and long walks on the beach. and You, you, know, you can get really granular in your search, and it starts flipping through that. It can be quite annoying uh, and embarrassing, because some of the things that people have liked without realizing it, or things that uh, they've said... Are now all indexable yeah which is whether we're or we're not your account is public or private be right right so you can say uh, people who've had uh, embarrassing cosplay moments and it lists you congratulations aren't you glad you put that on your Facebook wall <laughs> uh, well evidently people uh, didn't realize this that uh, Facebook was rolling this out and this quote-unquote hacker, who didn't hack anything, he just used the tools Facebook gave him, um, was able to get a whole bunch of personal information about people in his area using just this.
1: So what type of personal information are we talking about?
0: And pretty much any personal information you put on your Facebook. This one, mo- he, he mostly just got phone numbers, but he had
3: access to anything that you still had public. So it's—it's it's, the notion itself is scary. Um, that any... Anybody can script something like this and uh, and get information that you have on your on your public Facebook page.
0: So, Schmidty, of course, just got really really quiet. So we know that uh, the NSA <laughs> is tapped in. Hey guys, <laughs> pull up a chair. I said the I'm wrong so sorry, words. Didn't I? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, this is. I think this is just another step on the road to people leaving Facebook.
1: Mm -hmm. Do we think they're they're reaching a critical mass?
0: Not so much. Well, okay, in what way do you mean? Because there's a few different ways I could answer that.
1: Well, (sighs) Facebook has been the most popular thing. And actually, I would admit myself that I have actually thought about shutting down my Facebook account. However, there are certain people that the only way I can keep up with them is on Facebook, because that's the only method that they use, and I want to keep up with them. Um, are, are people going to get disgusted enough that they don't want to sign up, for, or, or they want to go ahead and cancel their accounts, or is there still people out there who would, would maybe not sign up for Facebook now because of all those privacy issues? You know, that raises a really good question,
0: one that I hadn't considered before you said it, but it's like, when, when MySpace was the big thing, um, I used MySpace, sure, why not? And then it kind of came passe, you know, and no one really wanted it. But you kind of expected MySpace to just be that dumb, young, stupid person's hangout. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not making judgment calls. Like I said, I had a MySpace account. But it wasn't where you went to post pictures of uh, your weekend with Nana. Mm-hmm. OK, Facebook is different, It has become something different. Grandmas are on it. My grandpa's on it, for heaven's sakes. Uh, you keep in touch with old uh coworkers, with old classmates, with family that you would never see otherwise. I, I have family that I've only seen once in my life, but somehow uh, I can see all the pictures of what their kids are doing every week. And it's kind of nice that way. I don't think we could have ever expected that from MySpace, and we're not seeing that sort of adoption in Google+. Facebook has grown outside of the, hey, let's just hop on here and tag people's pictures. You know, so... I mean,
1: I, I know myself personally, the reason why I stopped using MySpace is because it became too flashy. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember when I went really? over to Facebook, yeah, quite literally, with all the graphic, the, the animated GIFs and stuff. And when I moved over to Facebook, I remember thinking, this is simple, and it's simple communication. That's what it was at the time, of course, and, you know, Facebook never changes. So, <laughs> but it, it's... <laughs> Finish your thought. Uh, I, I'd say, it's, it just, I, I'm just wondering if we, if, if it is going to hit a critical mass, but I don't know what to define that critical mass as.
2: Mm. A steaming turd. Well,
1: no, because it's
0: like people are getting tired of Facebook and they're certainly going to get tired of it if they keep losing their information or giving away their information, right? That's, that's bad stuff. However, I don't know if it's ever going to... People aren't going to stop using it because to them, that has become the quintessential uh, social network. There is no other option. Even though we as techs know that, oh, yes, there is. There's all sorts of other ones, but explain that to Nana. Right. Explain to her that she needs to switch to Google Plus. It, it's not going to fly over well. <laughs> all well,
1: all know, those Google pictures Plus that
3: you
2: uploaded. Google Plus. Sorry.
0: Go ahead. I'm done.
2: Okay. So um, Google Plus has actually outpaced Twitter now, and it's the second largest social network. So Google Plus is not. The barren wasteland that everybody tries to make it out to be.
0: Oh, it's it's not. I agree. I'm not. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say that it is. But it's where you go to see Will Wheaton and Felicia Day, and you know Tom from MySpace. Ironically, you know <laughs> he's a. <laughs> it's huge where Google the cool boss.
2: kids hang out.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But again, it's not where your second cousin posts pictures of her kids and lets you know how the family's doing. It's not where, you know, your neighborhood block party is being planned. That's Facebook.
2: Now, do you see Google Plus ever getting that kind of saturation? I, I, I think it's very likely, and I've predicted it for a while now, that I think it's going to happen. But
3: Yeah, I, what, I think we'll see Google start to get a little more popular in the sense that Facebook is, mainly because... Google, I believe, has a better way of integrating... its or Google Plus is more, better integrated with all the other Google products.
0: Yeah, but... But, yeah, okay. I, I see what you're... you're, you're I gonna, agree, I, uh, Stark. You have something?
1: Well, I was going to say, I, I unless there's a, a massive catastrophe to Facebook... Or there's some sort of big thing that pushes everybody off of Facebook... I really don't know if people would... You know, again, if Grandma would move to Google+. Plus. You know, I've already got a Facebook account. Aunt so-and-so's already in a Facebook account. Why would I move to Google+. Plus?
3: But how many of those
0: people also have a Gmail address?
1: Not... So, touche. Well, no, and, what's and interesting... here's the thing.
0: You're right. There's no logical reason why
1: people haven't already moved. Well, just as past couple months we i had an opportunity to go ahead and do some recruiting for my Star Trek club and of course you're asking for contact information of of both email and phone number and of the emails there was a good variety in there it wasn't all gmail it there was there were yahoos there were msns there were there were student accounts there were you know local ISPs It wasn't all Gmails. I don't think Gmail... Gmail's popular, but I don't think it's the end-all and be-all of everything.
0: No, I, I, I agree with you, and like I said... My, my point is this, is that no matter how many times Facebook screws up, we're going to keep using it. Maybe not we as the four of us, but we as a collective culture, and it is because of the lowest common denominators, people that we want to stay in contact with, but we can't seem for the life of us to get them over to something that they use. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I have a Gmail address. I use Facebook email address uh, It's. I totally agree with what the three of you guys are saying. It doesn't make sense why people with Android phones and Gmail addresses and whatever are still using Facebook. It makes no sense, but the fact is they are. Right. And Trying to get those lowest common denominators the people we want to stay in contact with to move over to the system we're going to keep using the unsecure ad farm that is Facebook.
2: Well, there's also the whole appeal of having cows wander across <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I, I would
3: go to the argument of okay, so let's let's say 80 percent, or a safer number, 50 percent of Facebook users have a Gmail account. <clears throat> let's say that within the next year or two, Facebook undergoes so much, um, so so many instances of of privacy that people start to second-guess Facebook then a big event occurs maybe their network goes down for maybe a day or so then the next default is oh look I'll just switch over to Google Plus because it's I'm stretching it but I mean having that gmail account already is the first natural step to having a Google Plus account so
1: Is the reason why we're seeing so many of the Facebook's warts is just because of how big they are?
0: I would say so. I'd say it's a big big part of it. Um, I I think it would take more than a day offline. I think they would need to just shutter doors or be sold off to news corp and completely (laughs) screw things up.
1: Or basically, you know, have a whole bunch of personal, you know, credit card information or something... Something massive. Of course, they didn't, didn't, yeah. didn't shut down the PlayStation Network, so...
0: Yeah, I, people are, are, are happy to stick with the devil they know, honestly. And that's what it is. Facebook equals the devil you know. We talked way too long about that, but...
2: <laughs> no. But it things. was enlightening.
0: <laughs> anyway, Facebook screwed up. They gave your information to everyone. What do you think? or the devil? Tell us, let you know. <laughs> um, Microsoft had their build conference this week. In fact, I think it's still going on, right? It's, there's still yeah. a couple more days. Um, so day one on. was very enlightening. They brought out Windows 8.1. They talked about Project Spark, which is very exciting. If you're hey, interested in Project sort of Spark,
1: thing.
0: Project Spark is the idea, it's an actual uh, framework that is all put together. It's like a game building engine, and you can build your game in on Windows 8 and publish it straight to Xbox One.
1: So it's Second Life.
0: Well, imagine imagine Not Little what? Big Planet crossed with Minecraft, crossed with Second Life, and Steam. Hmm,
1: interesting.
3: Yeah. It, it's a game creator that allows you to to share your content across Xbox One in a really easy way. I mean, you can create, um, quests, uh, RPGs, you can create platformers, you can create basically any any kind of game that requires 3D elements and, and creatures uh, and a point system, fighting elements, things like that. Um, and, they, and they give you a really easy drag-and-drop way to do it. It looks pretty promising. Um... Had a, I had a conversation with someone at work where they said it could go either really really good or flop horribly. There have been a lot of game creators, game creation software in the past that have just done really horribly because they promise so much but then deliver very little because it's really hard to match what, what they're promising it's just so hard to create a game and to include all those elements in there into one tiny, pa- uh, an easy package, a manageable package, is really hard. So if they pull it off, this will be really good.
0: I, I agree. And I think it was wise of them to uh, to put it onto the Windows 8 because I've seen other game creators like this where it's on the console and it's a pain in the butt. No one wants to create a world with just like, two thumbsticks it's impossible and it takes forever and everyone's always tried to do that going hey this will be awesome this will be great hey our project died what what happened there so-
2: do you think this is going to be one of those things where ten years down the road it, it's a abysmal failure now, and ten years down the road everybody else is doing it and giving Apple the credit?
0: I know we usually play that card, and I know I'm usually the first one to do it, but I don't think so in this case. I think in this case Microsoft is almost you know I mentioned Little Big Planet before. I think they're taking a page from Little Big Planet's book. I mean, because it hasn't been in the headlines for a while. But it was, it was the bomb. You could make anything in that game, publish it out to the world, people would download your levels. I mean, it was right up there with the Halo level creator and whatnot. People went nuts for that. And, and I think that people like user-driven content in that way. I think this is wise. I don't think this is Microsoft innovating or pioneering. I think they're refining what other games have already brought to the table and I think it will be stronger for that reason now the question is not how strong it is or the tools or whatnot it's how Microsoft markets it which is their Achilles heel Mm -hmm. they suck at marketing for reasons that totally escape me with that sort of money you'd think they should buy a few good marketers but it's like it's like hey I know you programmed this really awesome new vb.net you're an incredible programmer how are you at advertising not they're better. they're not good it, at advertising.
3: But we do we do see a little bit of improvement in that because they have a whole new Facebook page for it, and they're they I think just by having the Facebook page, they're they're getting, having a step in the right direction. So, mm-hmm.
0: in any case, it will be fun to see. They're opening up the beta. You can go to their Facebook page and uh, and sign up for the beta. I have hopefully I get in. It would be really really cool. Uh, they also talked about the new Windows 8.1. Like I said, they brought that out. The live preview is out. I've installed it on my work computer, and other than the horrendous install time, oh. I mean, it was it was painful. <laughs> two hours. It took two hours for me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hey, awesome. I'm going to lunch. Why? Well, my my computer's updating still. I know I haven't done anything all day. <laughs> 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 I've never seen my computer count to hundred percent so many times in a row. <laughs> It yeah, was, that was confusing. It, but it is a beta. Um, it, it, the start me- start button is back for everyone uh, who really wanted it. It takes you to the start menu. Start screen. Start screen, <laughs> yeah. It is basically everything I said in my, in my uh, article, my editorial on StolenDroids.com, that it was going to be. It has tons and tons of new features. None of the ones you've been whining for. With the sole exception of Xbox Music is actually worthwhile now. It is so fixed. It is glorious. Uh, It really, really is. I almost cried when I opened it and saw that it was actually a working media player. (laughs) So,
3: (laughs) I haven't tried Xbox Music yet, but I I am dying to try it now that I finally have 8.1 installed on my computer. But I do have two words of caution. One, if you do want to try 8.1, but do not want the long installation time wait for the full release. Um, two, if you do have a third-party app right now that allows you to boot straight to desktop, disable that when you finally get 8.1 installed and, and choose the option to boot to desktop. Because if you have both of them enabled, it basically disables your start screen for a couple, a couple minutes after boot. So uh, that's something I had to learn the, the hard way.
0: Yeah, there, there's again. This is a beta. There's a lot of things that don't work quite right. So, um, but it is out. It is kind of cool. People were excited about it. But honestly, the people who are excited about it in those conferences all work for Microsoft. It's like at the <laughs> Google conference when they're like, "We've just implemented this new API code," and everyone in the audience is going insane. It's because they're Google engineers. They're not normal people.
3: <laughs> uh, it was funny when they said, "Oh, do you think these developers in the in the audience would like a new Samsung?" Ultrabook or whatever and you you, you heard a forced excitement yeah, maybe because hey, I think yeah. all of them already had one.
0: You're <laughs> like, yay, uh, I already you bought one like a month ago.
3: Okay. <laughs> Hello, eBay.
0: <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I, I unfortunately, uh, Schmitty let me know, oh man, the, uh, the web conference is up. You can check out the live stream right now. I'm like, oh cool, I missed the first part of it. I'll hop right in. I joined the live stream just as they're explaining the new Visual Basic <laughs> Studio and all the new different types of coding compiling it can do. I'm like, um, yeah, I think I jumped in at possibly the very worst part of this <laughs> ever because I'm not a coder. Uh, they did hint at Windows 8.1 but they haven't really said anything much about that yet. They, I thought they were going to do it today but they haven't. Uh, Wait, you that, said Windows 8.1? Sorry, Windows, Windows Phone, phone 8.1. 8.1. Okay. That, that'll be kind of cool. Otherwise, just more of the same. Really? Microsoft doesn't do launches like everyone else which is unfortunate
2: well you know occasionally we get bomber out there on stage yelling developers and stuff (laughs) that dude
0: is crazy
2: (laughs) yes he he is he is
0: cray cray plus 10 (laughs) 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 he he wears the hat of insanity in his D&D group um Now, they did release some interesting stats, including where people are coming from to go to Windows Phone 8. Windows Phone 8, of course, is basically jockeying for third position, and they know it. It's a far third position as well. They're fighting tooth and nail to claim that third position spot. But it's kind of interesting. They said that, like, I think 47% of the people who join are coming from feature phones, which makes sense. They're leaving feature phones or going to a smartphone. They're choosing the easy-to-use Windows Phone 8. Um... And typically, people who are choosing that over, say, iPhone, are because they don't want an iPhone. And that's really the only reason. I mean, there is no other good reason. They just simply don't want one. Uh, and they're not maybe not choosing Android because they've heard perhaps that Android is too complicated. Or it,
3: they, they don't want the iPhone. They see Android and see the vast selection. And they... they are, it's just a daunting task to be able to it is. choose one
0: it really is so they just is. go with the Windows 8 phone it's easy. i i am a tech <laughs> by nature and i can't get a phone without going to phonescoop.com first and seeing wait a minute which one is this one i know it's the huge phone the samsung huge phone but is it the huge phone Z is it the huge <laughs> phone Z LTE A is it is it this huge phone LTE A 4G 5.38 <laughs> Congratulations, Android! You've screwed up, and in fact, so much so that um, they said that 23% of the people who come to Windows Phone 8 left Android. That actually, the wording they used was they upgraded from Android to Windows Phone oh, 8.
2: Which, See, and I don't know that I like that choice of phrasing because oh, it's not—it's a, compl- not- it's a
0: complete <laughs> stab in the back. I'm will make it is. <laughs> it really is. It
2: is. I.
0: I liked my I love my Windows Phone 8, but it's not an upgrade from Android. It is on par with Android Jelly Bean. Uh, but it is interesting that it's a full 23% people who don't like Android enough that they're leaving to go to Windows Phone 8. Now, my pers- they didn't they didn't release these numbers. I'm just going off of my own intuition here. I'm guessing that those are people who are really just sick and tired of their old gingerbread phone and haven't upgraded to a newer... Like, they've had this uh, uh, budget Huawei gingerbread phone that was not supposed to be gingerbread in the first place. You know, <laughs> it was old even when it was released. And they've had it for two years. Like, man, I am so sick of this crappy phone. Because Let, let's let's admit it, guys. There were a lot of crappy Android phones that were released under the Froyo and gingerbread names.
2: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, and they said, you know, I'm just so sick of this. Let's go to something new.
1: Which yeah, what, without first trying a jelly bean device, or, yeah,
0: yeah, you
1: know. yeah. I know and when I went from my old Android phone to my new Android phone, it was night and day. Oh, it's a complete difference, isn't it? Yeah, my 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 wife had a uh,
0: had an ice cream sandwich phone, and it was an LG crapola uh, running ice cream sandwich and she went to an HTC better phone but still not top end phone, high end phone also an ice cream sandwich and even that shift was the difference of night and day she hated Android yeah. up until she got the new phone so I think in that way Android has kind of failed
2: well I think part of the problem too is you could put Android on anything regardless you know and, With, and so whether or not you should Yes, right. <laughs> and, and people are doing it when they shouldn't. Companies are doing it when they sh- when they shouldn't, and they're able to make money because they see these people these people who want an entry level budget phone, and it's like getting an entry level budget computer. You pay a hundred bucks for a computer, it's going to be a piece of crap. You spend a thousand bucks for a computer, it's going to do everything you want and probably more.
0: Hardware can barely run Windows Mobile 4? Let's throw Android on it.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I think we saw a lot of that. And I think, honestly, we still are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially in the tablet market. Yes. Lots of crap tablets running Android, because Android is free.
2: I got three of them in my house. He's using
0: them to prop up the end table.
2: Yep. (laughs) My kids get mad too when I do that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Where's my tablet? I want to play Angry
2: Birds. Sorry, the
0: dog made an accident. I needed something to use as a dustpan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Into interesting news uh, Bitcoins. We haven't talked much about Bitcoins. They've kind of been on the down low lately. (laughs) We We did, when they were first kind of announced, they first. For hitting the scene, we brought them up, but bitcoins are online currency, Um, and I really don't—I don't even really know much more than that.
2: Well, I think we had a conversation uh, not too long ago about basically how we don't know anything about bitcoins.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the only one that knows about bitcoins? The the guy who tried to bribe Mitt (laughs) Romney over his tax returns wanted to be paid his bribe money in bitcoins. Bitcoins can't be tracked. Right.
0: I know that much. Uh, I'll let Schmitty... Uh, uh, Professor Schmidt, will you please?
3: <laughs> well, it's not entirely true to say that they can't be tracked. They can be they can be traced. All the transac- Bitcoin transactions are public. You can go to any Bitcoin transaction site and see all the Bitcoin transactions. The part that's not traceable is who made the transaction to who, um, which is a golden... Uh, choice uh, Currency choice for people
0: That are selling Questionable items <laughs> So that could be a really interesting Transaction log Yeah Well, It, and, so and it s- bought a whole bunch of crack here And then a tchotchke on eBay here And then some humans <laughs> from China here And then it went in And it was used on Steam And it bought Angry Birds Yeah so so apparently the d e a um
3: this is this is the first time we've heard of the d e a uh having any sort of dealing with bitcoins um and it, it, we shouldn't be surprised because the d e a is it has always been on top of their game um but they they actually have um a bitcoin account probably not just one they probably have several um and they used it to to track um, illegal drug uh purchases um Unfortunately, since it's really hard to trace these uh, transactions, they probably haven't caught that many. I think this is the first one. At least it's the first one we're hearing of. Um, but the reason why they caught this one is because the seller actually gave them uh, their, his home address.
0: <laughs> so um, it wasn't <laughs> really that the technology is, in, is unsecure. It's that people are still it's stupid. people.
3: Yeah, the actual quote is The crazy thing is He messaged me from his vendor account And willingly gave me his entire personal address Not a drop address I myself warned him at the time To be careful Because anyone at any time Could blackmail him And he pretty much dismissed the idea And said, no problem I might start an alternate buyer account To start buying I'm not worried about it <laughs> Famous the agent. <laughs> <he> just
0: <laughs> He then just turned around
3: And just arrested him <laughs> No, that
0: is awesome. This guy's so dumb. Uh, yeah, i just here. Just, can you just put these cuffs on yourself, please?
3: Yeah. So, so someone posed the question to me that um, do Do we think this is the end of Bitcoin? And I I don't think it is because um, the Bitcoin itself is still really secure. The human element, however,
2: is not. I don't well, that's know. That's bit- That's how it always is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: There was a couple in Utah County that decided that after they got married and got off of their um, honeymoon, they were going to go ahead and try to live the first year on just paying everything by bitcoins. That's and they were wondering pizza how they to pay the rent on the, with their bitcoins.
3: Well, pizza parlor, parlors to do a uh,
0: deal in bitcoins, so <laughs>
1: if you want to live on pizza... Uh
0: That's good. and Utah County is a lot more technologically savvy than people give it credit for we got Google Fiber now
2: yes they are getting (laughs) Google Fiber
0: Um, I don't know if this is a nail in a coffin for Bitcoin because I don't think Bitcoin has really built up enough of a of a following of a base yet for this to really be a red flag I think it's still under the radar enough that by the time it becomes a big force people won't even know this ever happened
3: right yeah well, and this well, is just the first of many. I, I'm I'm willing to bet that the DEA and even the NSA are probably in the works of building tools to trace um, Bitcoin transactions. Um, the The Bitcoin keys themselves aren't 100% secure. They are really tough to hack, but nothing nothing's unhackable. Uh, so it's just a matter of time, I think.
2: Well, I was actually going to ask that if you think that we're going to start seeing more busts like this. But I'm curious now, too, are we going to start hearing more and more about how criminal elements are using Bitcoins to try and stay under the radar? Well, we
0: already know they're using them for money laundering and for, for other schemes like that, because it is such a great international currency. It's a currency without borders, and you can't track it, and it's, it's still rare enough that you, know that you know if someone is trying to pay you with Bitcoin, you know it's real. Yeah, you know, it's not someone trying to force off some fake money or trying to or trying to jip you that way, unless they happen to be a DEA agent. But <laughs> uh, like I said, I think this is still, I think Bitcoin is still new enough that most people that by the time they get to Bitcoin, they'll never even know this this ever happened. Probably. So. Yep. That being said, I don't know if I don't know if Bitcoin will ever reach. You know, we have enough problems getting Google Wallet working. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. Google Wallet, ISIS, Microsoft Wallet, if they can't get off the ground, I even Speedpad, you know, what was that bank that did the Speedpay thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if uh, they can't do it, I don't know how well Bitcoin's going to hit the masses. Uh, well, I, th- I
3: think that's the key. I think for Google Wallet, I think it needs to accept Bitcoin. You load up your Bitcoins and then go Pay with Google Wallet at your local
0: grocery store. Bada bing! (laughs) So use your money to buy an online currency so you can turn around and buy real world stuff. Tell me Bitcoin wasn't dreamed up by some wow gold farmer. (laughs) (laughs) Because this sounds all really familiar. (laughs) We could buy these Facebook points. Yay! No, no, you don't understand. I used a Bitcoin to get that purple cow back to my farm. It makes it all
3: that much more worth
0: it. And then we had a barbecue. Um... Mm, barbecue. Speaking of online money, we we brought this up. This is kind of a rehash of old stuff, but uh, we brought up when parents got smurfed by the uh, the iOS game that their kids were buying Smurf berries on, not realizing that was actual money. Uh, Apple finally came back and said, "Yeah, yeah, we made that a little bit too easy. and we, we know we should have done um, we should have done some more." So we've stopped that. Then they came back much later and said, "Okay, I guess people should get some of that money back." Now, if you're a parent who got smurfed because your, sk- your kids were smurfing on your phone, you can actually get that money back. However, the window is, like, astronomically small.
1: So you need to hurry. Yeah, so
2: be quick. Be quick about it. This is a PSA for all you <laughs> folks. It's... I I don't care to rehash it. But yeah, Wait, if you were one of the people that got smurfed by Apple, then go smurf them.
0: Yeah, um, basically there's a deadline of January 13th, 2014. I know you're thinking, hey, this is that's a good six months away. Yeah, six months isn't actually a very long time when you consider there were 23 million parents involved in the lawsuit. And you can only get it if you can prove that the purchases were made within 45 days of each other. So that means you have to be able to go back and find all your purchase receipts and your history and your iTunes account history and then get this processed in six months. Good luck. Be quick. It's kind of like, yeah, we're quote unquote (laughs) helping the parents. Now, if you could get this form (laughs) to us back to this number that's been disconnected within a week... (laughs) <laughs> Clock is ticking. Go. Uh, we need you to yeah. go to the uh, corner of State Street and Main. For non-Utah <laughs> friends who, who who don't know our grid system, uh, those are two parallel roads.
2: Yeah. So so yeah. If, if like I said, this is just a PSA. If you are if you are needing to get paid, then go get paid. Make Apple pay you.
0: It sounds kind of dirty the way you say it. I don't know why. I just well, you're
2: you're talking about meeting up on street corners and kind of a smurfing
0: moment there.
2: Yeah, let's just go smurf on the street corner and get paid. Oh yeah, sausage. No, i not a show title. No,
0: (laughs) the ghiblies, the ghiblies. Oh, the (laughs) ghiblies. Some strong bad humor for you guys there. Showing my age. Uh, is not that bad that that's actually it, it that shows my age that I can quote strong bad.
1: It's over. Yeah.
0: That and Foamy the squirrel. Have blue hair.
2: <laughs> I I miss Strong Bad. Like the
0: old fogey of the internet generation now.
2: Arrow. So what is what that was is before that? Charlie like, the Unicorn? Me and Stark.
0: Well, you guys are like relics. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> now get off my lawn. We'll go so,
1: to the next story.
0: Get your purple cow off my lawn.
2: And instead, get a little, like, smiley face with wheels. Yay! Now, yeah, we got for some Waze. Google <laughs> antitrust legisl- or investigations going on with Waze. Oh, dear. Yep. Okay, yep. Well, so this isn't really
1: surprising. Here, then?
0: Well, okay, first, let's, let's remind people Waze, if you are so uneducated you don't know. Waze is the best GPS app for your phone or tablet and, ever. It's from an Israeli company that goes by the same name and it allows it crosses social networking with GPS directions. It can pull traffic data. It is usually if you say I want to go to this address it can tell you well you'll be there with about this time and I've never been more than a minute off of that. It's it's freakishly it's accurate.
1: It's been very good about getting you to avoid accidents and slowdowns, too.
0: And police. And, uh, it's, it's, you can actually talk to other Wazers, as we are all known. And I say we because we all use it. Um, you can use it to find gas prices. It's really, really, really awesome. Well, we've talked about it in weeks past that Google was looking at buying them up. And we even mentioned then that that seems kind of on the antitrust bandwagon and sure enough the FTC has decided to look into it now on one hand I don't think this is antitrust because Google does so much that just buying up another company doesn't really seem like they're cornering the market but on the other hand they already have Google Maps and now they're buying up the strongest third-party GPS system and map app out there I don't know if I mean, by letter of the law, yeah, that's that's antitrust, but it isn't necessarily not uncompetitive. If they were to suddenly say, Okay, we bought Waze now and uh by the way we're killing the iOS client and we're killing the Windows Phone client that's currently in beta testing, then yes, then I think we'd have a problem, but I don't know, what are you guys' thoughts on this?
2: Well, I, I really wonder if Apple had done this you know, if Apple had purchased Waze, would we be having the same conversation? No, I think the FTC, If Microsoft had, we probably would be. Um, just because, yeah. But just because Microsoft... I, I think the FTC, but, if
0: Apple had bought Waze, I think the FTC would have cheered and said, oh, thank God, no more Apple Maps.
2: <laughs> exactly. If Microsoft exactly. had done
0: it, I think you're right. Even though Bing Maps... Uh, is decent. I won't say they're great, they're decent. Uh, I'd say they're almost on par with Google Maps. And even now, people don't use gooping maps, they use Nokia. They use here. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder if
3: um, the FTC is looking into this only because it seems like
0: Google acquired ways to get it out of Facebook's hands. And that is
3: true.
2: That's a good That's point. not
0: speculation. That is stone cold fact. That is. Uh, Facebook had put in an offer on ways, and Google said, "Nope." I, I mean, if you can imagine Lana from Archer saying, uh, "She," they they said it in that tone of voice. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs>
1: nope. Oh, She'd man. probably say a few other words too,
0: with her freakish like <laughs> truchazoid hands. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no that's actually a really good point though because i i'm is a fact they said we don't want facebook to have it and so they bought it which you know it would be nice if you could just say oh i don't want my neighbor to have this i'm gonna go offer more money than they do how would that be to be talking hundreds of billions and whatever it's, an int- but- it's a,
0: it's a- proven business tactic. You're right, Schmidty. I hadn't even considered that angle of it. Maybe that's what they're investigating, because that is antitrust.
1: Makes sense.
2: We'll yeah. have to keep an eye on this and see how it goes. Is that antitrust or just good business, though? Both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's good business
0: in, like, the William Randolph Hearst kind of way, which is to say, a not very ethical kind of way. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's got to get paid.
3: <laughs> it's good business for Google because it's taking business away from Facebook.
2: <laughs>
3: it's bad business in the sense that now the FTC is looking into it.
2: <laughs> but, you know, there are other navigation apps out there. Not not very good ones, uh, but it's <laughs> not like they bought up all of the navigation apps out there.
3: I, it's I can not think like of- they bought... Two good navigation apps, and they're both owned by Google.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. The good (laughs) ones are the good ones are, but that's not Google's fault that everybody else makes crap. It's
0: true. Well, okay. What else do we have? We still have MapQuest, right? And I think they have a mobile app that's coming out. Yeah, MapQuest is Yahoo.
1: I'm Uh, not certain who does uh, MapQuest. Sure,
0: (laughs) sure. Sounds good. Actually, I don't know either. Now that I spit that out into the ether, I have no idea who actually does it. You have here maps, which are the Nokia ones that are tied up with Microsoft and, and Windows. MapQuest is AOL. Oh, oh, AOL. Well, so no one cares is what you're saying. <laughs> Wait, that's still a thing? <laughs> MapQuest is right up there with Huffington Post. Congratulations. Yeah. AOL is coming yes. out with a new
3: Google, uh, a new reader to replace Google Reader on a side note.
0: Yeah, and, no one and when AOL decides to uh, develop their own uh, Android launcher, you know, things have circled the toilet. <laughs> the new AOL phone, bought by no one, available on no carrier.
2: Oh wow, that's a actually wall kind wall of away. the slogan for the for the Facebook phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I think you're right. I mean, who else really has a map app, a mapping app that's worth
1: using? Just yeah, the GPS devices themselves. Tom In fact, Tom. I keep I keep waiting for the GP one of those GPS yeah, devices. TomTom to Tom and Garmin connected
0: to a Waze. Well, many of them are. A lot of cars now yeah. come launching with Ways built into their little smart consoles. But yeah, okay, we have TomTom, Tom, we have uh, AT and T Navigator, which is Garmin. We have Garmin. We have um, TeleNav or something like that. It's a it's a pretty big one actually, but it's super expensive. Didn't be their Navigator. What was that Shiny? Didn't BMW make their own I think BMW tied in with someone else. Gotcha. But
3: uh And didn't you use
0: Nokia Maps for a while on your on your Lumiere? I, I still do, but they renamed it Here Maps. I have Here Drive, Here Maps, Here Access Point, uh, Here Maps, Here name. Maps, Here Boy <laughs> It's a stupid, stupid name. But because Nokia Maps is now used by all Windows phones, it didn't make much sense to have Nokia Maps on HTC phones. So they had to rename the product. Nokia did such a good job that they are now the default apps on all Windows Phone, which is something I think Google should have done. And I think I may have mentioned that a few times, but uh, but they decided not to. <laughs> nah, that's that's pie in the sky. Neither <laughs> here nor there. I'm not bitter. Hey, um, before we move on to the next one, this one isn't in the show notes, but I remember reading it this week, and I meant to add it in there. The International Trade Commission has actually put down some rulings now on patent trolls. They've uh, introduced some new wording, basically says that if you file a patent infringement lawsuit, you have to actually have a established presence, an established presence in the country you're filing for.
1: Nice. That could be good.
0: So if you're some patent yeah, right, troll PC. who owns a P.O. box in Texas, you can't file a patent infringement lawsuit in Germany.
2: So, does does the new legislation or the new guidelines or whatever, it's, whatever it is, do, do they have the actual word troll in it anywhere? Because that would just be awesome.
0: I think they actually uh, referred to them as... Uh, oh, I can't say that and keep our family rating. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be all R-rated there. Shame, shame on Zook. Arrrrrrr. <laughs> like a pirate, exactly. A pirate rating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> show title. There's a show title, yeah.
0: New pirate rating. Arr. Um, Into random news, and that's really kind of all we have here. Uh, it turns out that over-the-air TV viewers may be back on the rise
1: actually it's it's risen for the second or third straight year it's almost up to twenty percent and uh, this is strictly over the air. I mean some of these do have uh, Netflix and stuff, but we're talking about people who have antenna and it, and it's 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 going even more. I don't think this should be that surprising
0: um i I mean when we say over-the-air, for anyone who, for whatever reason, doesn't know what that means, it means that you use an antenna to pull down your TV signal. You don't rely on DISH or T V or cable or whatever it is. You're using actual airwaves, you know, back like we've done for the last hundred years. I don't think this should be that surprising. You know, the big reason why people stopped using over-the-air was because of the HD conversion.
1: And now that they've gone to the digital over the year, that's actually driven a lot of people back. I mean, my antenna here, I get over 40 channels, and I don't pay a dime for them. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, by moving, and we should clarify something, too, that most people probably don't know. When they moved to digital airwaves, uh, the higher frequency airwaves, they freed up a lot of the lower band frequencies that are now actually, and have been on uh, the auction block block from the FTC. Well, that means that they could fit a lot more channels into the same bandwidth they were using. So whereas before, a certain area may have like, you know, five channels plus the PBS one, now they could fit a whole bunch in there. And I think people... I think now technology has caught up to the point that it is just as easy as it used to be to hook in an antenna, tell the TV to go, and program them all. And it's like, well, why would I use cable if I can get an HD picture and so many channels... For free.
1: I mean, they're talking about making Roku boxes that have, you know, channel ad- or antenna add-ons, and there are new digital subnets coming out all the time now. I mean, we're we're almost getting about two or three, or almost four a year now. So,
0: mm-hmm. well, I, I think this is kind of more indicative, actually, of the fact that uh, TV technology. I mean, it's it's very reactionary. And we talked about this a few weeks ago when the whole idea of disposable tech doesn't apply to TVs. When you buy a TV, you're expecting to keep it. What, what do you think the average is?
2: I don't know, like 50 years, depending on if you're at grandma's house.
0: I'd say five <laughs> years. Five, five sounds about right. But what was happening five years ago with the TVs? This smart TV revolution? Well, no, five years ago, you were still seeing TVs on the market that came with, uh, that were advertising the fact that they had an HD tuner in them.
3: Oh yeah. That was still a new thing. That was
0: new tech. (laughs) Which means that there were people then who had TVs that couldn't get the HD signal. There were people who had to go to cable when we switched over to HD because they had TVs that couldn't handle over the air. I think all this is is an indication that people are finally starting to cycle through their tech and more and more people are buying, have bought now TVs that can just reliably go on to the, the airwaves and pick up an HD signal.
1: And not only that, but they, they may even have the new smart TVs, or they have the consoles, everything from the Wii to the PS2s and 3s into the Xboxes, or the Roku boxes now that turn their TVs into smart TVs. I, I, don't, I don't
0: necessarily see it that way. I, I know that we all have some kind of setup like that. I know a lot of our listeners do too. But you have to remember, we're not exactly the norm. We're not the bulk. We're the freaky bunch. We're the leading edge. We're not the ones who actually make the numbers.
1: I think leading edge is the right word, though, because I know a lot of people have said, oh, you you, you dropped cable in 2008? You know, what's it like? And all of a sudden, next thing I know, they're coming back to me going, hey, I dropped cable last week. Thanks for your advice on that.
0: Yeah, I still get people who look at me weird when they see my, uh, my media center set up. Never mind the fact that I've had a media center set up since
3: Forever.
2: Um, None of my kids had been born. I I wish people could have seen your eyes as you tried to calculate that. They (laughs) got really big and really confused all at the same time. That was awesome. (laughs) It it
0: was Windows XP Media Center Edition. It was 2005. People, that was eight years ago. think you're old no i'm just that far ahead um I think into is fast now. with just the last couple of headlines um a chinese group a of scientists have found a way to record data onto dvds not blu-rays not new media dvds that could store a thousand terabytes on a single dvd now currently a dvd can hold four gigabytes Sometimes eight if you have a double layer one. That's why we moved to Blu ray, was to hold more information. This new way of recording data would hold one petabyte. You
1: have how many pictures of Miley Cyrus? This is the
0: equivalent of not pedophile, petabyte. Uh, this is the equivalent of 10.6 years of compressed <laughs> high def video or 50,000 full high definition movies. That's insane. Uh, and it's kind of interesting that uh, the media of the future may be the same media we've been using for ten years.
2: Is it, is that accomplished like through animal worship, or, or excuse me, sacrifice, or um, witchcraft? Uh, is just how, how are they? They pulling just basically that?
0: change the frequency of the laser that uh, that's recording okay. it. Currently, uh, DVDs uh, record using a red uh, length me. Laser, which I think is like a what, 80 nanometer wavelength. So all the tracks have to be at least 80 nanometers separated from each other. Blu-ray lasers, yeah, uh, you know, Blu-ray players and lasers use a 22 uh, nanometer wavelength, which is why they're able to fit much more. These ones are basically able to do it so much smaller that it's just it's just insane.
2: Oh wow, that's cool. That's yep. cool.
0: Uh, so. And our final one, uh, Lego is finally releasing a Back to the Future DeLorean, and it's interchangeable. You can rebuild it so it can be the same Back to the Future DeLorean from all three movies, and it looks like crap. It looks like crap on
2: ice. Yeah, there are there are definitely some other builds that were out there that they should have used, I think. It's cool though that they're doing it. I'm excited to see it and I'll probably pick one up. There's a, there are so many fan it, it was, ones
0: that looked better than this.
2: Yes, I, I do agree. I do agree. In fact, I think you sent me uh, uh, some images of one of those today and it looked slick, man. I think Lego made the wrong choice, but I'm glad that they're doing yeah. it.
0: Um, into our favorites, and the, this may be a little bit of uh, a fast one, because Schmitty actually just dropped. Uh, I think his network just cut out. Uh, he's, he's texting me on the phone. Uh, mine comes from OK Go. OK Go is releasing a new album. You may remember these guys. They're the treadmill guys. They're the the—they're the viral video guys. Every one of their music videos is freaking art. Well, they are co- bringing out a new album, and their first single from it, they released into the wild and said, we want you guys to make a video for it, and they opened it up to a video competition. The winner was a announced and holy crap this guy is awesome uh basically it's all in front of a green screen with people in green outfits and he doesn't try and hide that fact you know it in fact that you can see them at certain points and they change the uh, saturation so at certain times you can see their ghost images and other times you can't but it's insane how he does it and what he's doing and it fits the music perfectly they freaked when they saw it i freaked when i saw it you should freak and see it
1: all right, so uh, since Smitty's not here, I'll go ahead and take the next one. Uh, my favorite comes from PBS. Uh, they're doing a series of web specials, kind of like mini documentaries, and one of the mini documentaries they've done is kind of a history, uh, not really a history, but basically why people play role-playing games. And we're talking about the sit-down, paper-and-dice, Dungeons & Dragons type of role-playing games. Uh, very well done, probably about uh, 15 minutes or so long. So it's a kind of a quick, uh, quick view, but something that's really enjoyable to watch. Go ahead and check it out.
2: Okay, my favorite this week is a little bit different. Uh, it's an 18-minute educational film. Maybe I don't know what to call it, but it is called uh, "The History of Aspect Ratio uh, in Film." And you know, if you're if you're a film buff or if you're just curious about um, movies and why we have the ratios that we have had over the over the years uh this 18 minute video goes through and it explains it really well going back all the way from silent film days through the widescreen explosion of the 50s uh to the aspect ratio of modern digital cameras and it, it was actually really fascinating to me i started watching it and i just couldn't stop it it was it was really kind of cool and really well done very very well put together so uh if if you're into the sort of thing check it out very
0: cool um i think dr squishy would like that quite a bit uh yeah he's he's a movie guy so yeah i'm sure he we'll would do, we'll take a look at that um uh, it looks like squishy uh is trying to get back online Heaven knows how horrible that would be to be without internet. I think uh, UNICEF actually has rules against that.
1: (laughs) And speak of the devil, Schmitty, it's your favorite go.
0: I don't know if he can hear us. He can't hear us. Well, that's our
3: show. This is awesome.
0: (laughs) We went so well after last week. This is going to be our best one ever. Until it failed. Uh, we want to hear what your thoughts are. Feedback at Uh Hit us up on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Just hit up the website, you know. See all the work we've been putting into making it stable again. Until
1: next time, cheers. One to beam up.
2: Good day.